0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 10th of January. In your Squiz today, suspicious packages sent to consulates and embassies in Australia, the government looks for support for a national register of sex offenders, darkening skies for the world's economy, and John Travolta's hair. This is your Squiz today. Yesterday, Claire, a number of consulates and embassies in Melbourne and Canberra were sent suspicious packages thought to contain asbestos.
1: Seems about 20 missions were targeted by uh, these envelopes coming in. Police are investigating. They haven't said a a whole lot about exactly uh, what is in those packages and, and exactly how they've dealt with it. And no one's claimed responsibility? Doesn't look like it. And it's interesting to see some of the reports this morning. There's a whole lot of psychology around the sort of people that might do this, one expert, um, mm. actually quite a few experts in the media this morning say that they believe it's the work of one person and, yeah, no doubt that will be borne out in the, in the days and weeks ahead of an investigation of what's gone on.
0: Yeah. In the case of Saudi teen Rahaf Alkanan, the UN Refugee Agency has referred her case to the Australian government.
1: It has happened very quickly, so normally that would take quite a bit of time. Yeah, but this has just taken 24 hours, it seems. And, yes, given she was planning on coming to Australia and, and had her passport taken from her by someone she believed to be a Saudi official in the end, looks like um, the Department of Home Affairs and Peter Dutton, who who's the Home Affairs Minister, uh, managed some expectations yesterday to say that they'll consider her application in in the usual way. But David Coleman, who's the Immigration Minister, has apparently um, previously said that they're likely to grant her asylum in Australia. Um, So we'll, again, wait and see what happens.
0: Bit of waiting and seeing today, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, While we're on Peter Dutton, he's having a busy start to the year. Yesterday, writing to the state and territory governments, urging them to support his proposal for a National
1: Register of Sex Offenders. You're right. Peter Dutton seems to be at the centre of most stories coming out of, um, particularly out of politics at the moment. And yes, Mm. it's one that's divided quite a few people in this field. I was quite surprised, I have to say, that the uh, initiative to set up a a register or a database of um, of child um, abusers wasn't uh, more welcomed by um, by the field. Hedy Johnson, who is quite a well-known uh, campaigner in the area, called it a political stunt that would never actually ever happen. Uh, and quite a few other experts said that actually a register is something that, um, that doesn't work at best and at worst can actually encourage um, more Abuse, So it's an interesting one and uh, given it's a proposal at this stage that requires the state and territory support, um, there'll probably be processes around it to to work out whether to go ahead. Yeah, reports
0: today are saying that WA has said they will support it but the other states are yet to let us know and details that could be included on that website include the offender's name, date of birth, photo, the nature of their offence and their general location such as their postcode. Yesterday, Donald Trump gave a 10-minute, highly anticipated national address – can you give us the condensed version, Claire, in your best Trump voice?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm really so very bad at impressions, so I won't inflict that on you. Uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. um, Yeah, it was a 10-minute tour de force uh, of really just the standard lines that he's been using about why uh, he wants to have a war between the US and, and Mexico on that border. Um, people were expecting something new, so either um, – some kind of sense about how the government will be reopened uh, or that um, he would exercise some emergency orders to get the wall built and get the dollars for that out of Congress. So neither of those things happened. And um, senior Democrats, so the the other side of the argument, uh, only really seem to entrench their position as well. So they seem to be digging themselves right in. And uh, yeah, it'll come to a bit of a head again, this um, partial government shut down in the coming days because it'll be the first pay cycle that's missed on Friday. Uh, so no doubt the stakes will be upped then.
0: So that's hundreds of thousands of public servants who won't be paid on Friday in the US.
1: Yeah, so about 800,000 um, currently are either working without pay uh, or their jobs are just sort of shut down for the moment. So they're the ones who are in, in the line. That's about 25% of the government that's affected. Mm.
0: Hard to imagine. Uh, The World Bank has given the assessment of global economic growth, the forecast being described as darkening skies. It sounds ominous.
1: Yeah, you know, that's not going to be a good one, don't you, if your whole report is is titled that. And yeah, it's quite an important one in terms of global economic growth. So the World Bank looks at um, all of the economies, um, emerging ones as well, and makes a prediction about what's going to happen for the year. And it's pegged, economic growth to come down just 0.1 uh, from 3% to 2.9. That's still fairly significant because they say that the trade tensions between the US and China, uh, although they're meeting at the moment to, to try and work that through a little bit, uh, could potentially have a big chilling effect on the economy this year. Uh, and also it was interesting to read that developing countries, they believe, are struggling with debt. And there was quite a bit said last year, you might remember, about China in our region um, um, settling. Pacific Island nations with big projects that they didn't really need, but it put them under the shackle of quite a bit of debt, which then, of course, has impacts on their on their growth going forwards.
0: On that note, let's head to a couple of, couple of lighter stories to get you through the office chat. Aussie actress Margot Robbie is set to play the
1: role of Barbie. There's been a lot of speculation about this Barbie, apparently a, a live action movie um, of Barbie was has been in the works for quite some time. And people like and Hathaway and Amy Schumer and others had been linked to it. But yeah, formally Margot Robbie is taking it forward. She'll be great, I reckon. And
0: finally, if anyone was wondering, Scott Morrison's photoshopped sneakers were not his fault.
1: (laughs) They weren't his fault. Um, I did giggle quite a bit this morning because um, most of the international websites that I look at actually have this story off their front page this morning. So, it's filtered into international media and... um, Yes. Shoegate, uh, from our perspective, has probably come to its end. A graphic designer in the Prime Minister's department apparently was working on some concepts for the Prime Minister's Christmas card and uh, had a muck around with the image, but um, it was never intended to be uploaded to the website. So, mystery solved.
0: If you have no idea what we're talking about, jump into the squeeze today email or will be revealed.
1: <laughs> uh, what's the subject line? The subject line today is Don't Touch My Hair, um, which is a Solange song. She's the sister of Beyonce, as um, she's well known, and it's a lesser known song of hers from a couple of years ago, but it's one that I've always really liked, and um, I have a number of friends, particularly male friends, who don't like their hair to be touched, so it always reminds me of them. And in relation to the news, well, we've got John Travolta this morning. Of course, he's de-wigged and has stepped out in public bald. We've also got Scott Morrison, who has asked his um, department that if they're going to muck around with his image, he'd prefer that they mucked around with his hair.
0: And Donald Trump, I mean, can always do hair when oh, you're talking about Donald always, Trump. So, always. I guess it ties into a number of things, indeed. Thanks so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. We're available on all podcast platforms. If you like the podcast, please share it. Have a great Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Dot com forward slash squiz today.